The Classical Association presents Epic, Modern Writers, Ancient Stories, an audiobook of short stories written by entrants in the 2022 CA competition, who were inspired by Stephen Fry's trilogy, Mythos, Heroes and Troy. We're releasing one story a day for the next six weeks, so make sure you subscribe and follow the Classics Podcast and follow us on Instagram at the Classical Pod so you don't miss out on a single story in our audiobook. Relax, enjoy, and lose yourself in the world of ancient mythology. Could Have Been a Hero by Sophie Hislop Read by Katrina Kelly The knife, still frozen in my hand, was bloody. Whether it was his or mine, I could not tell. Really, they were one and the same. What I could tell was that my legs were glued to the spot. That's a cliché, yes, but there's a reason it's been used so much. I could not move. All I could do was look at him, my brother, my partner, my destruction. They said I should plead guilty for manslaughter. They. My lawyer. Lawyers. I went through quite a few. And you didn't take their advice? No. May I ask why not? No response. Then may I ask about the outcome of the trial? Again, silence. We know we'd just like to hear it from you, you know, for the peace. Guilty. It was the reporter this time who did not speak. Guilty of the murder of my brother, my brother Remy. You need that too? There was a nod. How about I tell you that I killed him with a knife, his own ornamental knife. Do you want that for your peace as well? The captive's voice became bitter, the cold facade cracking for just long enough to see what was underneath. Do you want to know that I didn't hesitate? Do you want to know how powerful I felt when I buried the blade into his chest that I wanted to yell out in joy before I registered what I'd done? Roman looked at the reporter, his previously contorted face now sanguine. He gave a mechanical grimace. What? Aren't you writing this? Don't you want it for your peace? I became aware of the clock ticking. Then my other senses decided to kick in and suddenly my pulse was racing and my shoulders were shaking and the dried liquid on my shirt made my chest itch and my lungs. They felt like they were seizing up as I began to scream. The knife fell from my grip and my hands jerked almost comically to cover my mouth. An iron taste crept onto my tongue and the noise died on my lips as I began to truly take in what was around me. Haven't I already done this? Different paper. How many headlines do I have to make before they stop asking questions? Well, this technically isn't a headliner, it's more of a novelty. The reporter's words faded as Roman lowered his brows in a glare. He hadn't looked at all formidable before, not remotely capable of what he'd been put on trial for, but now the reporter began to understand it, and it made him a little more than uneasy. He managed to keep the quiver out of his voice, however, as he continued with a slightly strained smile. I'd better get it over with then, so you can get on with your, um... He faded out once again. A poor choice of words, perhaps, though the irony was not lost on Roman, and he gave a small grin. Yeah, he said, the slight smile fading from his face as quickly as it had come. Okay, yes. A little flustered, the reporter began. Now we, we all know that you've been found guilty of the murder of your brother, partner in your business firm. Were you too close? You could say that, I suppose. 
The reporter raised an eyebrow. He wasn't giving in that easily. All right, yes, we were fostered for a while, and I guess we only really had each other, so we had little choice but to be. He paused. We may have grown apart a bit as teens, but what children don't? The man finished scribbling down his words, and Roman couldn't help but wonder just how much he would twist them. There was little point in holding back now, though. He was going to be here for a long time, and why not let the world know his story? A warped version of it, anyway. That was what he'd wanted, right? To be known? Not like this, though. Not like this. Perfect, perfect, the reporter muttered, putting a last dash on the page. Now, into the nitty-gritty. Roman snorted at that. It had been a bit more than nitty-gritty. Remy was on the floor in front of me. Dead. Okay. The knife that had been used, that I had used, to kill him was on the ground between his legs. The office was fairly neat, but desk was slightly askew. That couldn't be right. I walked over to it and moved it perhaps an inch closer to the right-hand wall. There. It was all okay now. It was, except... except the blind. Creased in one corner. No. It needed to be smoothed out. I reached for it and ignored the blood staining its pristine white edges as I removed the imperfection. And why was my nameplate on the ground? I bent down to pick it up, wincing as my side smarted with pain. I might want to call the doctor, but not until this was cleaned up. The nameplate must be centred. I took a seat at the desk. It was better now. Neater, tidier. Except the floor. But I wasn't going to look down, no. Nothing of consequence was there. How long is this going to take? Only a couple more shots and it's over. Roman looked at his hands white against the faded grey table. Could you please look at the camera? The reporter sighed. You want me to say cheese, too? Roman gave a satirical grin, baring his coffee-yellowed teeth. The cameraman raised an eyebrow and the look faded. Roman stared at the camera, his darkened reflection staring back. He'd lost weight. His cheeks were hollowed and the ghost of his face stood out stark white against his tousled, charcoal hair. The shirt he was wearing seemed almost the same shade of pale as his skin, and no colour serenaded him as the camera gave out flash after flash. "'It's cheaper. Haven't I shown you the damn stats?' Remy was getting frustrated. "'Just build it downtown, for God's sake!' I laughed and moved around the table to look at Remy more closely. "'And did I not prove to you that if we go downtown we'll get next to no takers? Next to none! The expense of building further uptown is balanced out by the profit we're sure to make.' Did that make it through your thick skull? I had tried talking to him nicely, but I was past that now. Even after they'd called the upstairs, Remy still persisted that the cheaper downtown build was the safer option. No. Remy shook his head. No, I've told you a thousand goddamn times. And I've told you twice as many. I turned around and bawled my fists. Remy, taking the bait, shot up and grabbed my arm. Don't you walk away from me. I just need a moment. I took a deep breath. A moment to process what you're telling me. Swerving round, I said, my voice low, You're telling me that after all I've done for our business, you want to burn it all to the ground. That's not how it works, you... Oh, but it is. It always has been. Just for once admit that I'm right. No. Admit it. No. Admit it. No. Admit it. Never. And that's when I grabbed the knife. I pushed the desk aside and snatched the weapon from the table where it had lain. 
the first lunge missed, and Remy shoved me back into a wall where the blade slashed my skin. A royal crimson stain began to spread, but the second attack was not met with such a strong defence, and Remy's eyes widened as my blade buried itself in his abdomen. His mouth was a perfectly innocent oh as he toppled. We could have had... The last whisper was barely heard as I stared at the knife still frozen in my hand. An empire. Anything more to add? No. This is your final chance. I'm done. Roman was escorted from the room and out into the stale corridor. Is it over? The guard gave a stiff nod, then continued to focus his stare ahead of him. Why? Why had I done it? I could claim, of course, that it was in the heat of the moment, but what the purpose of all this had been, what I'd really wanted, I'd wanted to be a hero, to be the one who brought us success, whatever the form. But where was I now, sitting at this desk, ignoring the body sprawled on the floor, because that's all it was now, a body. I sat at the desk and waited, a blank stare penetrating the opposite wall. I waited for them to come and find what I'd done. I didn't care any more. I'd flown too close to the sun. I deserved this.